so um, anyone that's been like following me in real life and has ever asked mm. me a programming question has known that I tend to blow up on people whenever they ask if they can use a framework or something for something. I use Bootstrap. I will use Bootstrap forever. <laughs> bootstrap forever. Because I don't know how to design. My idea of designing is changing the colors on Bootstrap. <laughs> uh, what, what was that one? Every fucking Bootstrap website yes. ever. Yeah. Ironically, oh, we'll have to dig that up. <laughs> in, in the Atlanta tech slack that I'm in, somebody posted that article and one guy was like, oh, actually, that's like my literal website. So we were like... Let's choose some different colors for you. <laughs> That's great. He was using that exact theme with the orange, and I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna want to swap out the stock art and change up the colors. <laughs> then it's your own website." Yeah, if you're gonna get free stuff like that, you might as well pay for some stock images, at least better ones. Yeah, at least ones that are unique to you, ish. Right, <laughs> ish. Because <laughs> I mean, stock art is pretty much always ish. Yeah. So, um, this week, um, nerds know about a thing that happened, mm -hmm. <laughs> which was, um, oh, what's a good way to summarize it so we well, don't have to actually talk about the history of it? Right. A developer uh, threw a hissy fit, pulled down a repository that did something simple and trivial, and it broke a million things, some of which were really big. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's enough um, <laughs> because uh the larger piece to uh or the reason we want to discuss it is because the thing he yanked down was not only like really like not popular other than its inclusion in all of the things <laughs> like no one was like no one was um, actually including it themselves, but because everyone, you know, was using React or anything else that it used, um, you know, it was getting pulled a million times. And so when you go to uh, deploy your thing and it goes looking for that 12 lines of code that right. got yanked, you would just get, you know, an error. It would blow up. Everything blew yeah. up. <laughs> Everything blew up. It was great. Because the people who made React and like, wasn't Babel, didn't that also break? Yeah. And a yeah. couple other things. And if you're not a front-end developer, you don't know what these things are, but that's okay. They're massive JavaScript libraries that power a lot of things on the internet. Yeah. And neither of them are going to be relevant by the time anyone listens to this episode because <laughs> JavaScript libraries, I mean, come on. They, even the big ones come and go. Yeah, my favorite. So I'm actually working on an app right now that. So I guess we should give you a little bit more background for anybody who's not aware. Um, the developer in question threw a hissy fit uh, because the nice people at. Uh, is it, I don't I don't. What is the relationship between Node.js and NPM? I don't even know. NPM is a package manager. That means that you set you basically go. You include things from NPM rather than having your own thing. Um, and every time you build your app, it goes and fetches it. It, it in itself is a dependency. Right. <laughs> Which is great. Um, where was I going with this? Right. So it seems like, you know, you let loose some front-end developers and they're like kids in a candy store on NPM. 
And they're like, ooh, that seems useful. I'll require that in my project. That's, ooh, look at that. That's shiny. I want that too. And you end up with this amazing mountain of JavaScript. And then you use Webpack because you've you've created an unmanageable monster. But <laughs> but Webpack kind of kind of tames it. But it's like, <sighs> I don't know. I have feelings. Yeah. But this is all... <laughs> highly nerd specific <laughs> yeah but it's just ridiculous that it was 12 lines right and to again, do something because, stupid and because it's so far down to the dependency chain you know you required something that required something that eventually at you know the end of the day required it so everything burned down um and you know in the spirit of uh, open source, I guess all things are supposed to always be available always. Um, and the reason the uh, uh, original developer took it down um, oh, that's where I was going is kind of a frustrating story because like he uh, either named his uh, like master repository or something just kik right. and the kick messaging app. Uh, got all lawyery about it well they have a legal obligation to protect their trademark if they don't actively protect their trademark they will lose it so it's less black and white evil versus good especially given who is on the side of good which is this developer who threw a hissy fit so basically npm was like yeah no we have to take down that one package and the guy was like, well, I'm going to take my toys and go home. And he pulled everything off of NPM, including his left pad library, which everything in the world was including. Yeah. And even then, though, I mean, with all, remember when all the uh, LODSYS crap was going around a couple of years ago? Vaguely. <laughs> uh, there, there was this patent troll that, um, due to a patent related to fucking telephones, mm. uh, claimed that anyone who used in-app purchases was violating their patent. Oh, and yeah. And that even though Apple had bothered to be a licensee of it, it didn't extend to developers, and it never went to court. But, you know, um, they were always, you know, just bothering various medium-sized developers, you know. So That's basically right. anyone who is a successful one-man shop, but not anyone, you know, like Rovio or anyone right. Nobody with would a risk team of fighting lawyers. back. Yeah. Um, Wasn't there a thing like that with printers too? Like they targeted medium-sized businesses where lawyering up would be a significant burden? Right. Um, so my reaction to that at the time and like a lot of other developers was basically like, if I'm remotely looking like I'm going to be targeted for something, I will just, you know, pull everything and fade into obscurity. <laughs> because, you know, you can't deal with the lawsuit. You know, one no. person can't deal with the legal fees or even in the licensing fees. Cause they're just, you know, it's just extortion. Pretty much. Um, so, you know, they're going after me for this one thing. I'm going to take everything down. Actually, it does seem like a reaction I would have. I... <sighs> I guess. I don't Further, know. Furthermore, like his GitHub page, you know, for that had like 10 comments on it. Like all time. So like, it's not like he knew he was burning down the world either. I and guess. And it is a he. We're, we're not being. Uh, no, you know, it's, it's. Yeah, it, uh, it is a he. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And, and he speaks in douche voice. If you oh, yes. Any of, oh, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to have sympathy until you observe the individual. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, at first I was like, 
yeah, stick it to the man. And then I read his actual writing and I was like, ah, screw that douchebag. Yeah. (laughs) Empathy denied. You're right. Hey, he did it to himself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, so the world burning down, even though it was solved quickly because anyone could look up what those 12 lines were. Yeah. (laughs) um, And just paste them back in. But it gets to the uh, broader topic of like, um, you know, using code you don't understand Mm. is that, you know, there's various degrees of this. There's, um, how do I do this thing? And you go to Stack Overflow because that's where you always end up. Let's be honest here. Um, (laughs) And you get, you know, like one of three possible answers whenever you get an actual answer out of Stack Overflow. Mm. Um, One of them is, oh, that's a built-in thing. Here you go. And official documentation link. Or B, like, well, it's just, you know, here's how you do it. You know, I'm whoring for upvotes and I solved your thing for you. Right. And then there's the asshole that's like, well, if you include jQuery and this thing and this thing, then it's just this one line. Wow, one line. And two megabytes of source, but one line. (laughs) That's actually 40,000 lines, like, I don't know, conservatively. I don't know. I wonder how many lines is jQuery. I don't know. It's like two megs now, isn't it? (laughs) It's like, hey, Siri. How many lines of code is jQuery? Let me think about that. Um, okay. So Siri is Googling for an, an actor named Jake Weary right now. <laughs> and yes, my Siri is Australian. Well, I, I knew that. But, <laughs> so that didn't surprise me when I heard it. But yeah, oh, Siri. Siri. Bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, jQuery is a lot of lines. Now, granted, I love jQuery. I will use it forever. I don't care. I'm not writing plain JavaScript to select elements on a page. I'm just not doing it. But I will. So uh, story time. (laughs) Oh, goody. Um, I came into the height of my web development um, just as iOS was becoming a thing. And I actually spent an interview uh, of a job I turned down because Mm. of hilarious lack of salary. Mm. Um, uh, So on their, uh, their website for a project they recently did, you know, that they showed me during the interview on my iPad because Mm -hmm. I brought it to an interview because it was new. Um, And, you know, the animations were crap and slow and they were also simple animations. And I basically used the interview to berate them on (laughs) using libraries they don't understand for their animations because they're doing them with JavaScript set timeouts. And iOS has a limit on that, like it rate limits those, or at least it did back in the day. Mm. So you couldn't get more than 30 FPS. And this wasn't even close just because it was, you know, a performance boondoggle. Right. Um, And I explained, you know, to them that if you used CSS or CSS3, which was already out at the time to do these simple things, it runs it on the GPU at whatever frame rate it, you know, finds appropriate. Um, And at that point, if you wanted to do things, you know, like light boxes, you know, all the things in jQuery were 
had all the animations done in JavaScript. And it was so bad that actually, <laughs> um, if you can dig up the WWDC 2010 videos, I think, they're not on Apple site anymore, so <clears throat> um, <laughs> one of the sessions was on CSS3. Um, and specifically on making a light box with it. God, so light boxes used wouldn't... to be so big. I know. But, <laughs> but the point was, you know, like you would, you know, tap on the thing and it would come up, you know, at a nice smooth frame rate on iPad ones. And mm. it was delightful. Yeah. And it was a light box, which we used to care about a lot. Yep. Don't um, ask me why. <laughs> I, used, I implemented many white uh, light boxes. And that is why I have been on a lifelong crusade against over-reliance on libraries and including things you don't understand. Um, because, I mean, so maybe you want to do a thing that for whatever reason you can't do in CSS3, then, you know, I give you permission to do something that does it with horrible JavaScript timeouts and manual not animations but at least you'll know you're doing a terrible thing right, right? <laughs> <laughs> the important thing is that you know that you're doing something wrong and that you're doing it anyway yeah um another example of this is back when you used to be able to quote compile flash to ios oh that's right that went uh, away and you know all the games that did this uh, i bet those <laughs> ran great you know ran at 12 frames a second <laughs> like idling <laughs> Like, not even when there was anything moving on the screen. Because, you know, it basically just, you know, it it was a Flash player that Adobe compiled and then, you know, had your horrible thing doing runtime translation on top of it. But just not quite enough that it uh, conflicted with Apple's uh, uh, rules at the time. Duh. <laughs> um, Remember and, you know, when that's, people... Sorry. And that's a, in complete contrast to what Unity does, which is, you know, you write it in... C sharp, but it actually does, you know, compile it down to bytecode for you, even though C sharp isn't one of Apple's, you know, approved languages. That makes a certain amount of sense. Like, why wouldn't Adobe? Well, because it's hard. Because it's Adobe. Yeah, that's true. I mean, to Adobe's credit, I mean, they rebranded Flash and re-released it as Adobe Animate, and it will spit out Canvas or, you know, video files if you so choose. Hmm. I wonder if you can still get SWFs out of it. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm sure the Canvas runtimes aren't all that great either, but... Yeah. It's... I mean, at least that's theoretically hardware accelerated. It is kind of funny. There used to be this whole skill set, which was making Flash animations, and people would put a significant amount of time into learning how to make cool yeah. <laughs> Flash, like, banners for websites and I'm thinking of a former university employer of mine <laughs> that, <laughs> that hasn't redesigned their site since well since I worked there in fact since about hmm, four or five years before I left there which is getting on in years in website time <laughs> but the uh, leadership was under the impression that the website was done and that they didn't need to deal with that anymore. And I'm like, hmm, well, it's got a big old flash banner, but whatevs, sure. <laughs> well, the good news is if they still haven't done anything about it and still have their flash source files, that maybe Animate can do something with useful Duh. with them now. Actually, I, I haven't looked in a while. <laughs> I wonder 
wonder what's up with the site. I, not that they should do that either. I mean, the, the last thing we need is for the web to just turn into a bunch of HTML5 canvases replacing things like buttons. You know, that really that really ruffles my feathers. You know what else we don't really need <laughs> is like everything to be animated. You see that a lot <laughs> where like you're looking at a page and there's just shit flying by all the over the place and it makes me anxious and I close the tab. <laughs> like a different former university employer of mine, their homepage has like at least three different things on it that are automatically animating. Like there's a news scroller and I think there's a little carousel and it's like that's um, kind of a lot of movement that's not user triggered and it's not maybe you should not do that <laughs> yeah no that's horrible it's that, like but look how fancy that's not fancy no it's terrible it is Have people ever looked at anything fancy fancy stuff usually photographs well because it doesn't move right <laughs> and when there's just like shit and you're like it's moving and it, it's at it makes me anxious i don't know carousels within carousels oh yeah in fact, this is going to be a problem. Well, so that particular university employer is is Bootstrap-based. Uh, they're on Bootstrap 2.3.2. Bootstrap 4, I believe, will not, which is an alpha, will not support a carousel within a carousel. So they basically, if they keep their existing homepage design, well, they can't. <laughs> they can't. <Right. laughs> they can't ever migrate to four because the whole thing is a giant carousel, and there are like three or four different carousels within that carousel, and it's just it's carousels all the way down, and that's horrible. Oh, does anyone at universities ever update between point? Uh, I mean, full versions of anything, though. Um, there. Hmm, <laughs> Can you use Bootstrap two three two forever? Like, yeah. I mean, how many people are still on Android two? Hmm. <laughs>